Hello and welcome to the Ed Armstrong podcast, a podcast of inspiration and hope. I am so excited to have you guys with me and I cannot wait to share this episode with you. Enjoy the show, guys. Hello and welcome back to the Ed Armstrong podcast. This is episode nine. And uh, today we're going to be talking about meditation. Deep topics, (laughs) deep, deep topics on this part. I always say that, but it's true. You know me. Um, That's what we're here for. We're here to talk about the deep stuff. Um, And it's going to be a good one today. It's taken a while to get to this one. Apologies a little bit for the delay. Um, You know, I've had a busy few weeks. I don't like that word busy. A productive few weeks. Um, You know, I'm doing this challenge at the moment. For those of you who are not aware of of that check out my instagram at armstrong health you'll find out more information but long story short i'm doing this challenge physical challenge um for november as well as growing a sensational mo um, i'm doing this physical challenge on the air bike or assault bike whatever you want to call it uh 43.2 kilometers every day this month so we're day 20 what are we today day 23 i'm about to go after i do some podcasting i'm going to go and do day 23 today clocking up almost a thousand kilometers in this month which is pretty cool most importantly though it's not about me it's not about the challenge per se it's more about what it's for it's um to raise awareness for men's health uh mental and physical uh but also i've been raising some money and donations as well which is amazing because that's something i've never done i've always done movember you know i've always done a dirty mo in the month of november but I thought, you know what, I'm doing this physical challenge. Let's actually try and raise some money. And raising money, I don't know if any of you can uh, relate to this. It's a weird one. Even when it's not going to your bank account, <laughs> like it's not for me. It's not for me to buy my new shoes or anything, but it still feels a bit weird to ask people for money. Um, I'm working on it. Because it's like, yeah. And maybe this is partly to do with me. And I, it definitely is it's my own um, issues. But yeah, you know what, you know what it's like. and and in a great, well, it's great that lots of people do things, not just for November, you know, other months in the year and people are doing big, you know, challenges and, um, and people are asked for, for donations. And it's great because if, as long as it's going to a good cause, I'm all for it. But it is funny because a few mates have been like messaging me saying, Ed, November's costing me a fortune, you know, (laughs) but it's, it is one of those things. And I suppose I've often sometimes not been the best at donating, you know, something I need to work on. Um, and it's not because you don't want to, it's because you, and I don't know if this is a poor excuse, it probably is, but you know, you, you, you mean to get to it and then you forget and then you're like, oh my God, I've got 10 donations I need to do today. And it's like hundreds of dollars. But I digress. It's for a great thing and uh, I will get better at it. I promise anyone listening, I will, uh, I'm working on it. But equally, I'm so grateful. I think we've raised, what have we raised? about $1,500 in the the last few days. Yeah, because I kind of started middle of the month as far as the donations go. So huge amount of money going to a great cause, all things men's mental mental and physical health. Um, So I'm very, very grateful to you all for for donating and for helping me out with that. And it's definitely inspired me on my challenge. Um, And I'm thinking of doing another one, you know, I'm thinking of doing another one in December for the ladies out there because, uh, you know, got so many lovely lady listeners and uh, I need to do a female health one mental and physical anyway I'll think of that and I'll get back to you but um 
that I just wanted to give a little update on that. So thank you. Um, if, if you're listening to this and you're like, Ed, where can I donate? I'd love to help. Um, go over to Instagram, check out the link on my Instagram in the highlights, or actually, sorry, in the bio, and, uh, and you'll be able to. Um, and that would be much greatly, appreci- uh, greatly appreciated. I can't talk. It's early. <laughs> Forgive me. So anyway, today, though, um, that's, the, uh, that's the admin out of the way. Today, we're going to talk about a very important topic. Um, and something that I have touched on in previous episodes, because it's a big part of my story, and you know me, this pod so far has been about me and my story, and I hope you're not bored yet, but, um, and, and just how I've um, overcome things, but also how I'm working through things and how I'm just on my own journey sharing my things and lessons and thoughts with you all. And if it helps, as I always say, one person, 10 people, 100 people change their life for the better then that's a bloody great thing and that's why we're doing it um so meditation for me has been one of those things that has been an absolute game changer i mean and it's been something that i never thought i'd ever one practice and actually um do on a daily basis um and certainly wasn't something i i would ever think that i talk about on a podcast. I'm, I mean, I didn't even think I'd ever have a podcast, to be honest. I mean, I wanted one, but the fact that I'm doing this now is amazing. Even if there's 10 listeners, it's still bloody awesome. Um, and meditation is one of those things that's like, yeah, it has a bit of a weird connotation to it, doesn't it? Let's be honest, right? Let's just put that out there. Talking from my own personal experience. Four years ago, if someone came up to me and said, oh yeah, no, you need to meditate, mate. Oh, meditation's the way forward. I'd be like, oh, get, oh, get away from me. Who is that person? No, thanks. I was all about dumbbells. Dumbbells over meditation any day of the week. I'd be like, now forget it. I just need to work on this rig. And that's where my true strength comes from. Um, And, you know, I had to go through many years of mental health battles and challenges and awful moments to realize that there's definitely a better way. And meditation is one of those things that I get is, is I think always, I hope not always, but I think will does definitely have a funny connotation word or meaning to people. And and there'll be certain people that will never get on board with it. And that's, well, I'm not saying it's okay. I mean, it is okay. I can't change it. I mean, I'd love everyone to do it. If I had my way, I'd get the whole planet to bloody meditate. Global consciousness awakening be beautiful. But I realize I'm only one man, so I can't do that. Um, And I can only focus on what I do. And also I can just share my things. And if that helps, that's great. But you can't ever force people to do anything. And you know this, I talk about this all the time. And just as a side note, I'm definitely, as always, not doing that on this pod. I'm just giving my ideas. And if you take away something and you want to go and try something from today's episode and it helps you with your life, brilliant. But it's one of those things that I really would love to be just a a habit or a a thing everyone practices because I think it is the foundation of a good life of a happy life of a healthy life I mean you know me here we're talking about mental health this is the whole pod is about mental health living a great life how to overcome challenges how to live an amazing life starting in the mind Um, because I believe that once the mind is healthy the body follows, life follows, and everything else falls into place. But it starts with upstairs, the mind. 
how you feel in your mind, how you live, how present you can be in your daily life, um, and how you, how you, what your relationship is like with your thoughts. Um, and meditation is the foundation. It is. And I feel like it needs to be something we teach kids in school. I mean, why is it, why are we learning about trigonometry and Pythagoras's theorem and bloody some other stuff? Um, in school, why are we not teaching these little kids about meditation, about mindfulness? Now, I should say there are a lot of amazing teachers out there and a lot of great schools who are bringing this in, in early year group levels and all that sort of stuff. And I think that's fantastic. And I'm certainly not, um, you know, being mean to teachers and to the school system. You know, I've told you before in episode one, uh, most of my family are teachers. God bless them. Um, and they're doing their best. Well, my parents are retired now. God bless them. Um, but, you know, my old man loved, I mean, he'd never meditate. He'll be listening to this right now. Wish he bloody would meditate. I've told him. Um, it's, it's a great thing to do. But he's a classic. He's a classic, you know, 66-year-old, old fella, rugby playing legend. You know, bloody, I'll be right, mate. She'll be right. Um, that's what the Aussies say. She'll be right, mate. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> so he doesn't even speak. He's not even Australian. <laughs> He's bloody Pommy, um, which is English for you American listeners. Like, what is he talking about? Pommy? It's a Pommy. Um, but the, the point I'm making is that he is very aware of this. And, and you know, he's actually a great principal headmaster that, that is trying to bring this into the school systems. So I know there are a lot of great things out there and we are changing and the world is changing. Um, and like I said, coming back to what I said at the start, it is difficult because... You know, like I said, and I have I have great chats with my friends about this. Um, in that, in theory, it would be amazing to just get everyone on the planet doing this because I've seen just the benefit in my own life, and I know that it can only help other people. And and I talk to other people who are on the or on a similar journey with their own experience through meditation, through mindfulness, this kind of new spiritual world. I shouldn't say new; it's been around for years, <laughs> but. It's definitely becoming more of a more of a hot topic, um, and and something that that I'm just loving diving into. But and and these chats I have with my friends, we're like, we we need to get this into skit. We need to get the kids doing this. We need to get adults doing this. You know, because there's a talking of my old man as a joke. There's a there's a um, you know that there's a a generational thing where you've got you know my parents' age, who meditation wasn't a thing like when they were young. I mean, maybe it's something, you know, like, because obviously I'm their son, so I talk about it quite a lot. So my mum, God bless her, she practices a bit of meditation. Jules, if you're listening, I hope you did your one today. But um, but it, it's kind of a generational thing. And, you know, you've got those, those old school people who are like, nah, we're not into that, don't need that. And then you've got, it's kind of a new thing now where, younger people and like like i said even schools are thinking about it talking about it and people like me on a podcast 31 year old talking about it you know which is brilliant so times are definitely changing but it's something where the biggest thing for me is wanting to be able and i've talked to, to some other mates about this as well is that how can we get people to a place where they don't need to suffer so much 
in order to then figure out that actually maybe meditation, maybe therapy, maybe these CBT measures with understanding their brain more, which by the way, meditation is, I think, the only, the best way to do this. How do we get people to be proactive in in their practice and in understanding their thoughts and their mind and you know, being aware of the thinking mind, the observing mind, all these terms we've thrown around before? Because I believe that is the key to understanding how to live a healthier life. Because what, what have we talked about before on here? And what was my issue? You know, I was so attached to my mind, to my thinking mind. I just so identified with that and believed that was me. So then when my brain was telling me all these horrible things and that the world's better off without me, you're an evil, you're a bad person, you're you're all these things. And I like, you know, I don't want to go into it too much because we've touched, we've talked about this a bit before in the previous episodes, but I was so identified with my brain and my thoughts. And it was so scary, so dark, and all these other things we've talked about. And I was kind of forced almost to do meditation, thank God, because it was a better option than me, um, you know, unplugging from the world, because that was genuinely a serious option as well, because I could just couldn't understand how I was going to live a good life or how I'd ever have a normal life, it, because I was so in my head with obsessive, compulsive rumination of thought and it was hard to even live normal you know a normal life just walking down the street was hard because I was so in my own head and I was so identified with it and thank god in that moment we've talked about this I kind of almost surrendered in that moment to think well how the hell I can't live like this so I need to find out another I need to find a way to live that's better than this because what I'm doing now isn't working and I knew deep down that I wasn't those things, which is a beautiful thing. Now I look back, that's kind of a, yeah, that's kind of a, you know, without getting too spiritual, spiritual on you. That was that was me kind of surrendering to the ego, to my mind, and then realizing that actually there is more of a pure essence of who I actually am, the awareness, that these, this stuff isn't actually me. And I knew that weirdly. So that allowed me to then take the next steps to get help, to get therapy. And then, thank God, after a few dodgy therapy sessions, I found an amazing therapist who put me onto meditation. So I was forced almost, but I'm so grateful because it was the best thing that could have happened to me because now I'm on this journey, which is amazing. And I'm so grateful and so blessed that I'm able to, one, be here talking to you, but also be able to talk about this stuff with other people. I'm on the journey, like I mentioned, with talking to other amazing people who are on the kind of meditation path, spiritual path, call it whatever you want. Um, and it's amazing. And it's given me a, a much more uh, whole view of life. You know, I joked before about being the guy who just loves lifting heavy weights, not that heavy. Um, and that was like my thing. But now, I feel like I'm I'm looking after the foundation. I'm looking after the real core essence of of my being, of my life. And then all the other stuff, you know, going and lifting the weights to try and get a strong rig. That's fun. That's like the added bit. Um, but I'm focusing on the the main part of life, of why we're here. Focusing on the internal game rather than the external. Focusing on being happy from within, and then the out the external stuff is is the fun stuff, lifting weights, getting a healthy body, um, you know, you know, living a good life and having a career and all these things. But it starts with healthy mind, internal game. 
and that's beautiful. And then from that place, you then can start building some cool things. Um, and that's what we're going to talk a bit about, bit a bit, a bit more about today. <laughs> Excuse me, um, that was a tongue twister. Um, and and so that is something I'm passionate about because do people have to suffer so much to get to that point where either they take their life? Because let's be honest, you just have to look at the stats. That is a very clearly a very, very real option for so many people in the world today. I mean, it's November, I'm doing this challenge for men's mental health and it's the stat is 43,200 men globally take their life every month, every month. And that's just men. So when we add women in, that's even more. When we add in, you know, other stats, we can't really. We've covered them all with men and women. But you know what I mean. It's 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 awful and it's scary and it's ridiculous. Well, it's not ridiculous. It's it's very real. Um, and it's terrible is what I meant to say. That wasn't the right choice of word. But you know what I mean. It's awful. And so that's a very serious option for people. And I kind of get that without talking about, you know, me again. But I do understand that because I was in a place where that was a very real option because it seemed like the best option. And I know these people who take their own life, they don't really, they don't really want to do that. They don't really want to leave the world. They're just so hopeless and lost and they don't believe there's a way out or that there's a better way or that there's hope for them. But there is, there, there is. I'm so passionate about that. There is. And I believe this stuff we're going to be talking about today and that we've talked about in previous episodes is the answer. It's therapy, it's meditation, it's understanding your mind and your thoughts and that you are not your thoughts. Because let's be honest, in mental health, what messes people up is their thoughts, is thinking they are their thoughts, is buying into every horrible, scary, dark, fearful thought and believing that is them, but it is not them. And it is not you. You are so much more than your thoughts. You're the awareness of your thoughts. You're the consciousness. You're the observer. You're not your thinking mind. And so if that is true, this is why I'm so passionate about everyone bloody understanding a bit more about this stuff and then practicing it in their daily life because if it can help them and if it can save lives, which I believe it can because it saved mine, then I want everyone doing it. But unfortunately, I believe most people have to get to a place where they're, and this is my own story, they, where they're so dark and they have no other option that, that, that they're forced to it. And that's okay, because like for my situation, thank God, but can we get it to people earlier? Can we get it to people so they don't have to suffer, so they can be proactive in their in there looking after their mental health so maybe they never get to that place ever and they just live a happy healthy life because they've understood the fundamentals or the basics of this stuff and, and thinking mind observing mind meditation practices being mindful being present not associating with their thoughts living in the moment all that stuff having a better relationship with their mind if they can do that they'll never get to that place god wouldn't that be amazing And, but unfortunately, it's like that thing with if if you're if you're if you're comfortable, why do you need to change? Because you're okay, you're comfortable. Um, it's like that analogy of the dog. Have you heard of this one? The dog 
sitting on the nail up on the porch with his with his owner and the neighbor walks by he says why is the dog crying? and the dog's crying i forgot to add that bit and he goes why is the dog crying and then and the person the owner goes well yeah johnny he's sitting on that nail again and the uh <laughs> the, the neighbor goes well, well why doesn't why doesn't johnny the dog johnny, the dog's called johnny why doesn't he get up if he's crying and if he's in pain and then the owner says well because <laughs> It's not hurting him enough yet. <laughs> I mean, isn't that just true for us humans? You know, we complain, we have challenges, we have worries, we have struggles. And sadly, we don't really take any drastic action like that dog with the nail in the foot until it really, really hurts. Then we take notice and go, oh shit, yeah. I better change something. I better get up off this nail and I better go and do something about this. But most of us, if we're kind of okay and comfortable and our pain's not too bad, well, we'll just keep going because, you know, life's all right. It's not too bad. But I'm here to tell you life can be even more amazing. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Whew, that was a big intro. You know, and that lovely dog analogy kind of relates to physical health as well. I mean, again, think about maybe you in your own life. When do you start taking action on things? You know, we're all, we all do this. It's like, maybe I can just let things go a little bit. I can, you know, nothing's too, you know, I'm pretty comfortable. Life's all right. You know, it's okay at the moment. And then before you know it, maybe it's a weight thing. Maybe it's a an injury thing. Um a pain thing, you know, talking about the physical world now, where you're like, wow, okay, I really should probably go and get some physio, or I should really start looking at my diet, or I should really start going to the gym and going for a walk because I've put on some weight I'm not happy with. And it's got to a point where I'm like, wow, how did that happen? Because it's that thing with just days and days adding up and adding up. And before you know it, you're in agony, you're out of shape, you're not happy, you're miserable. And I'm talking about physical now. And then you go and start doing things. And this is the same with the mind. It's like, and again, it, I've got to be careful how I tread this. It's not with, with the mental stuff, the mental health stuff. It's not like, I don't want this to be like, well, oh, sh I'm blaming myself. And this is, a, this is my fault that I've let it get like this. No. It's not about that. It's just about understanding that we can be proactive in these things. Physic, be it physical, be it mental. And I'd argue mental, most importantly, we can be and we should be proactive in this stuff. Um, but it's one of those things that not many people are talking about, you know, and, and I, and I kind of get it. Um, because it's much easier to talk to people about, you know, just like I said at the start of this um, part of the pod, this section about the physical stuff, it's, it's kind of cool to talk about, or I don't know if cool was the right word. It's more common to talk about, right, you know, let's be proactive with our health, you know, with our physical health, let's go for a walk, let's go to the gym, let's eat well. And don't get me wrong, I'm in the bloody fitness space. I love all that stuff. And of course I promote that and, and I tell people that, yes, it's so important to look after your physical health, of course, and to go, for, be active, be healthy, exercise, eat well, of course, goes without saying. But it's not very common 
that you hear people talking about, well, okay, that's, that's great, but hang on a minute. Let's talk about this other thing, which is the most important. Let's talk about how you're looking after your mental health. Let's talk about how you're being proactive in looking after your mind. Because as we've just said, mental health is hugely, is a huge problem in the world today, men and women, globally, for so many different reasons. And yet not a lot of people are talking about it. Now, again, I've got to say a lot of great people are, and of course it's times are changing and it is getting better, which is amazing. But it's like, it needs to be more of the fact, it needs to be more of the focus. Because as I said, and I truly believe it is the foundation. Um, it's like, yeah, it's like building the foundation. And it's like, we all miss this bit. And I'm the same. I missed it too. Um, which is why I, my house, using a nice foundation analogy, crumbled. Crumbled. And now, and this is the beautiful thing about building a house, you can, if you're late to the party, you might have a dodgy house with a dodgy foundation. You can go to another little area and build again and build from the ground up this time. A lot of us are trying to build the house from the chimney down, the ceiling down. You know, we're worried about the little things at the top, the little things that we think are the most important, but they're not. And we're missing the most important part, getting this solid foundation from which to build upon. And that's kind of where I think the mental health, um, looking after your mental health, sorry, and the meditation and the understanding of your thoughts and your brain and your mind is that very thing. And like I said at the start of this show, because then when we have that in place, that's rock solid. And by the way, it's continual work. We're always, we're always, you know, shining it, shining it up, cleaning it, making it better, you know, leveling it out, if you will. Going with that analogy, just keep going with it. It's brilliant. Um, it's not like we just do it, right? Yeah, done that. Foundation done. Next. No, it's like constant daily work. But that's a beautiful thing in itself. But once that's strong and we know and we know we commit to working on that and building on that and keeping that strong and solid every day with our daily practice, we then build on top of that and life's life is better. And and you know, I just want to share this because I I just really am so in into this stuff now. And it's not like it's a phase. No, it's gonna be my life's work and also what I do for my life. But I just want to share it with other people because I think it's it's it, the most important thing. And then the health, the physical stuff can come on top of that. Brilliant. Don't get me wrong. I'm certainly saying that. I'm not saying that's not important, but this is the fundamental, the foundation. And so meditation, a little bit more about my story. So I didn't know what I was doing, you know, back in the day. You know, when my lovely therapist said, Ed, I really think meditation is going to help you. Again, like I said, I was really unsure. I was like, well, what, what does that even mean? How, how do I do that? How do you meditate? Um, and I'm not going to come on here today and, you know, tell you the the ins and outs of, you know, a good meditation because it's different for so many different people. But I'm just going to share a bit about how it's helped me and, and how and what I use it for and how, yeah, how I practice basically. Um, but it's one of those things where the beauty is in the exploration, right? And this is why... I want people to practice it. 
because it's not like I can tell you all these things. I can say, oh, it's amazing. Trust me, you should do it. And I do to a lot of people, especially in my family. But the only true way of you understanding it and actually experiencing it in your own life and the benefits of it is to practice it. Of course, like anything, we can read about things, we can hear about things, we can think about things, we can say, yeah, I'm going to do that. But until we actually do it, we don't, we're not getting any of the benefit. And the beautiful thing with meditation I found is over the last three years since I've started practicing it as, as part of a daily practice is like you, you continually are picking up more more information and it's don't know if that was the right word it's not necessarily about getting more information but more experiences i'll say i'll use that instead and more moments where you open your eyes a little bit more and you're like oh wow that makes sense you get more awareness around oh, okay that yeah okay that's what i was that's why i'm practicing and and it's like that that kind of thing it's 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 not like and again this is me in my own experience whereas at the start here's the funny thing and and i share with you this because i think it's well it's funny but also that's not that funny but it's also you know hopefully interesting because the very nature of this and and someone like me and maybe you listening is like right okay cool okay meditate right okay good cool I can do that yeah how many minutes a day right perfect I'll do that and it's like it becomes a ticking ticking the box thing it's like another thing on the to-do list and this was me for a while at the start my therapist had said this is what you need to do um and for those of you who, who know me for those of you who don't I'm the kind of person that if someone says this is good for me as long as it's not harmful to myself or to others and it's going to help me i'm going to do it it's just it's it's going to happen um, and that was kind of me with meditation but before i knew it it has become a box ticking thing yeah right 10 minutes this morning tick done next yeah right let's get after the real life now yeah okay let's go to the gym and um and i've been doing it for years and i say that because it's it's a practice and and i'll be doing it till the day i die i believe that um so it's not a quick fix thing this isn't something like you just do tick the box yeah job done completed it on to the next now what it is a it's a daily practice that you practice but that you live in your daily life the idea of the practice is to bring it into your daily life so the very nature the very idea of sitting in meditation is to bring that into your life so that when you're in a relationship when you're in an argument or when you're in a conversation you can sit and be more present you don't have to react to everything when you're standing in the queue at the post office i've talked about this on the last episode um you don't have to be thinking getting stressed when you're in traffic you don't have to i mean again side note i'm really working on this because you know i'm i'm here talking like some meditation guru on this podcast and yet uh, i'll be in traffic and i'll still get very angry and i'll be in a queue and i'll still get very angry but i'm working on it right? i'm aware of it that's that's the main thing but it's about bringing that into your daily life oh, okay i can sit here i can just be in this queue i can just this is a moment to practice this is a this is a moment to be in a practice in real life rather than sitting down closing your eyes because it's very easy to think right meditate sit down close the eyes put the incense on turn off the lights right i'm in it but and then as soon as the lights come back on you go back into your life you you hit your toe on the corner of the bed and then you're swearing and, and angry. And and then before you know it, you're like, oh, this is rubbish. This is pointless. But it's like, no, that's okay. That's normal. You're human. We all do that. I've done that many times. 
but it's about taking that practice into your daily life. And so for me, for all those years, I would do exactly that. I'd be doing it. Yeah, this is great. And then I'd go into my life and I'd be totally the opposite. I'd be like, not bringing the practice into my daily life at all. Um, but again, the beauty of doing the practice is you learn that as you go. And then you realize more and more, the more you do it, the more reps you do, like anything. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Oh, okay, I'll get, I'm getting a little bit more aware of this. I'm getting a little bit better at this. And, uh, and then more and more things start to fall in place and more and more things start to make sense. Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing in that, yeah, at the start, I was, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to do it. I was, you know, I was like, and I, and I was very much, it was a box ticking task to then get me onto the next thing. And then I realized that, oh, that's not the point. Actually, the point is to bring it into your daily life. Um, and yeah, and more, a lot of people I've spoken to about it, they're like, yeah, I can relate. I did that. I, I did that as well. Um, and that's okay. Like I say, that's all part of the process, part of the journey, part of your learning. Um, so it's all good stuff. But at its core, I mean, what is it? What are we talking about here? Because I understand my audience. I've got people who'll be listening to this who are, you know, way more um, into this than I am, but also way further along the journey than I am. But I've also got people listening who will make never sat in a meditation practice before and they're like I've no idea where to start what to do what do I do um and as I say I'm not going to um you know tell you what the best practice for you to do is because it's so different for so many different people and and that's part of the beauty of it that's part of you, part of the the fun is you exploring and, and having a bit of fun with with what works for you and practicing different types um and again, I'm no meditation expert. <laughs> like I'm just a guy who needed it years ago and now practices it and loves it and wants to share it with other people. Um, but what I will say is, you know, there are some great apps. I've talked about this before that from the very basic level of just getting started. I mean, you can go on YouTube, type in guided meditation, 10 minutes. You've got an app called Calm. You've got an app called Headspace. These great apps that will help you take you from day one to getting a bit more experienced, but there's so much out there. You know, you can, as I say, just, just go and Google basic beginner meditation or breath work, all these things, but fundamentally don't stress too much about that because the thing we don't want to come from this episode and also in your meditation practice is to create more stress. We don't want you to be thinking, okay, well, I've got to do this thing, but how do I do it? Where do I start? What do I do? That's, that's not the idea. Find Try a few different things. That would be the biggest takeaway from from this today. Um, from me would be just go and try, get an app, do a guided meditation, sit in silence for ten minutes and just focus on your breath. Like that would be amazing. That's a very basic way to start. Focus on your in, inhale, inhaling, um, inhalation. Count the one, exhale. We count two. Go up to ten. Same thing, and then start again and just sit and focus on your breath. That's a great place to start. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to go on and talk about all the benefits as far as like, you know, I'm just gonna, not going to just list off a hundred things it's good for you or why it's good for you, because you guys can research that yourself if you want. And, you know, we, I think we all know that, but again, there's, there's so many things that we know are good for us or bad for us in our life. Let's be honest. Um, and we don't necessarily do them because they're good and we don't necessarily stop them because they're bad, quote unquote. So the biggest thing I want you to take away is practice. 
practice, practice, practice. And, and that's where the power is. It's not in thinking about it. It's not in reading about it. It's in practicing it. Um, but of course, there are so many, you know, we, we could talk about a little bit about the, the physical stuff. I mean, so much research to show, you know, the power of reducing anxiety, stress, reducing blood pressure, helping you um, get into what's called the parasympathetic nervous system. So you might know a bit about this. This is basically fight or flight. So we have the sympathetic nervous system and we have the parasympathetic. The parasympathetic nervous system is where we want to be spending a lot of our time. That's where we're relaxed. We're resting. We are calm. Blood pressure's low. Heart rate's down. We're calm. And the opposite is true in the sympathetic where everything's the opposite. Fight or flight. We're fast. Everything's fast. Everything's stress related um and unfortunately a lot of us live in that nervous system most of the time rather than the parasympathetic the slowing down and of course meditation is a great way to train that but more than that again don't want to get too technical on you um, the the biggest thing for me and the biggest thing that's helped me and that i'd love to share with you guys is forget almost all that you know physical benefit i mean that's great but the biggest thing is the relationship with your mind. It's the relationship with your thoughts. Um, and as I've said at the start of this show, and as I will say in many, many episodes to come, the, the best relationship I think people need to work on, or the most important one is with themselves. We've heard this a bit cheesy, but it's true. You spend the most time with yourself, don't you, in your life? Um, and you only have to ask people, you know, a little bit about how they talk to themselves and how they think about themselves and what stories they believe about themselves to know that people aren't very kind to themselves. And, you know, I, I've, I've read up on a bit of this. You, you know, in, in some therapy, they, there's a practice people, I didn't actually ever do this, but in, com in a lot of therapies, they will get people who are struggling with their own mind and their thoughts. They'll get them to write down what they say to themselves and some people will come back and they won't they can't believe how mean and aggressive and horrible they are to themselves um, how their thinking mind is to themselves so much so that they don't even want to tell the therapist what they've said because they're embarrassed they're like i'm a bully i'm a bully to myself um and this is this is true isn't it like think about this in your own life how do you talk to yourself a lot of the time um, I know from my own experience, and especially when I was going through some real challenges, um, it's pretty brutal. It's pretty scary. It's pretty dark. It's pretty horrible. Um, you, you wouldn't think about talking to a, a friend like that or a family member. I mean, maybe some of you will. The ones you don't like. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? And it's like, and, and we and we give, what is it about us giving advice to other people? We're amazing at giving advice to other people. But then when we look in, in, inward into ourselves, we, 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 we think we're awful and we think we're, you know, we give the worst advice to ourselves a lot of the time and we beat ourselves up, we berate ourselves, we tell ourselves how useless and horrible and rubbish we are and, and everything, everything else. Um, but then when we get talk to others and if someone came to us and asked for our advice about what they were talking, telling themselves, we'd say, no, that's not true. That's not true. You're not those things. You're not that person. You need to be kind to yourself. You need to be a bit more compassionate. 
you're being a bit mean, a bit harsh to yourself. And yet that same person giving that great advice will come back to themselves and they'll be doing the same in their own head. And it's that objective versus subjective, you know, thinking and, and mindset. Um, and this is the beauty of meditation. And this is where I think the practice comes into its, its own and how it's helped me so much is that you get a different relationship. You almost create that objective thinker and awareness within yourself. So it's like you're kind of giving yourself that gift of the friend on the outside, actually looking in saying, do you know what, Ed, maybe that's not true, mate. Maybe that stuff isn't true. You're a lot more than that. You don't have to buy into that, those thoughts, all that stuff, all that negative stuff, all that scary stuff, all that dark stuff that's coming around. You don't have to buy into that. And that's the power of meditation, really. And I think this is what I want to get across. Rather than me give a list of all the things it helps you with and tell you exactly how to do it and all that stuff. I don't think that's as helpful as helping you realize that the power, yes, is in the practice, because without that, none of it, no, nothing works. But it's in the understanding that you can create that space in your mind. You can create the gap, the awareness in your mind, in your thinking mind, the, the understanding of the, the thoughts and the thinking mind is not you and that you are actually the observer. You're the witness of those thoughts. And you might be thinking, well, one, that sounds weird and doesn't sound, what's he talking about? That's okay. I understand it is a bit out there. But also, hopefully that makes you realize that that as a relationship is hugely powerful. Because if at the start, as we said, most of the struggle and the and the suffering, I believe, happens in us when we are so associated, so attached to that thinking mind and we buy into it. And there's no space, there's no gap, there's no awareness. So if that's true, the peace, the happiness, the joy, the bliss, the presence, the happiness lies in the space, in the awareness, in understanding that we are not our thoughts. And in the understanding that we're the witness and the observer of the thoughts. And therefore, the beauty is in us being able to react and respond how we want to. We don't now we don't need to buy into every thought. We don't need to follow and chase every thought. We don't need to get stressed with one thought and then that leads to another thought which stresses us out even more, which creates more anxiety. We don't need to do that. Now, again, easier said than done. And it's constant work. So again, I'm not saying we get this on meditation one and we figured it all out. We understand life. No, but it's building on that relationship. It's understanding that that is the, that is the, the basics and that's what we're working on. And then with the more practice, more um, awareness arrives and the, and the more we develop that skill and it is a skill. We can create more space. We can buy into the thoughts that serve us and that help us. And that we can let go of the others. And that is powerful. Can you imagine? Like, think about that for a minute. If you had the power to let go of all the rubbish, of all the noise, of all the nonsense that causes stress, worry, anxiety, all that useless stuff that doesn't help us anyway, if you could let that go, and then if you could only follow and buy into the good stuff that helps you live a better life, Think how amazing your life would be, how much happier, how much more joy you'd have, how much more, how much more calm you'd be, how much more present you'd be, how much better your relationships would be. 
how much better your career would be. You're like, it would, everything would be amazing, wouldn't it? Well, that is the very nature of meditation. That's what it's trying to teach us. Because most of us are in our head all day, every day, stressed, anxious, fearful, trapped. And the beauty is in creating that space. The beauty is being the observer, being the witness, being the awareness. And that is what meditation teaches us. And that's what it's taught me over the years. And again, I am certainly, I'm not you know, here today saying I've figured it out. Um, but I, that's not the point anyway. I don't think it is about saying, oh yeah, I've got it now. That's it, done. It's about, wow, if that's true, then it's about understanding more and more and practicing it and getting more and, and, and being better or understanding it more and, and practicing it more. And with that continual practice, day after day after day, we can live a better life because we're not so attached, because we have more space. And that's bloody amazing. And I really believe that's where the power is. And, and in my situation, the where I got into so much trouble, trouble was the fusing with thoughts. And I've talked to you about this before. And you fuse with one thought, that fuses to another thought. Before you know it, you've spent all day fusing with thoughts, ruminating with thoughts, and you haven't been present in your life. You haven't been living. You haven't been present in your relationships and where you're supposed to be or where you are at the moment, in this moment. It's just in your head. Um, and I've used this analogy before, and this is a this is a classic one with meditation practice. It's like sitting by the side of the road. And what we're trying to do, and what meditation is teaching us, is instead of chasing every car and following every car, and the cars are representing the thoughts and the feelings that we're experiencing, instead of chasing them all, worrying about them, what does that one mean? What does this one mean? Oh, God, should I go with that one? Oh, God, what does this one mean? It's about sitting there and letting them pass. Letting them pass. You know, by all means, go and look at one of them, the nice car that's helpful. But all the other stuff, the noise, the chatter, the rubbish, just let it let it pass. Let it pass. It's just like passing cars on a road and you're the observer. You're sitting there by the road. That's kind of what meditation teaches. But most of us are chasing every car. Most of us are chasing every thought, every feeling, analyzing. What does that mean? What does this mean? What does that mean? What does this mean? And then in that analysis in that kind of craziness where we're not in our life we're not present how can you be it's impossible so that is something i want to share that's something that i'd love to get across on this podcast that i think is the most important thing is that you are creating a different relationship with your mind and as far as i'm concerned I think in my own experience, but I think just generally in life, I think that is the most powerful, important, amazing thing you can do and that you sh that you can be working on. Because if you can have a healthy relationship with your mind, I mean, I know this sounds like an ideal situation, but I truly believe things like anxiety, stress, worry, depression, things like suicide, I know that's a huge thing, but I truly believe those things, they, they can't hold as much power over people anymore because you're almost too aware. You're too aware of your own mind, of your thoughts. You can almost laugh at your thoughts. And again, this, I know people out there might be listening who are really struggling at the moment. And, and I understand that 
how can you be at that place? But I'm telling you, from someone who was at the place where it was so dark, and then if someone had said, you can laugh at your thoughts one day, I'd have been like, no chance, mate. You have no idea what I'm going through. Trust me, you can. And it takes work, years. But I can have similar thoughts that I would have had in the past that would have scared the living shit out of me. I can now laugh at them as thoughts and that I'm not associated with them. And they're not me. Just thoughts. Let it go. Back to the present. Back to some something that's helpful. Some productive, positive, present thought. And then go with that. Take action. All these other things that we talk about. But that's where we need people to be. And I believe that is that is the situation we can have. And I think once you get this, with sorry, without getting this, none of the other stuff really matters as much. And I talked about this in the last episode, about when, when we talk about things like mental health challenges, all of that, without an understanding of the mind, the thoughts, what we're talking about today, meditation, it's like the... It, they get a different meaning because of of course people are depressed in today's world. Of course people are anxious. Of course people are scared, fearful, all these things. Because we live in a world that that is that that can help create those things. Those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions. And if we're not aware enough to know how to deal with these things. And why should we be? Because no one teaches us and it's no one's fault, but it, it isn't common knowledge. Like we said at the beginning of this show, until you have to go through a, a, a bad place and then you figure it out and you start learning something. You're like, why didn't I know about this before? And that's why I want to do the show to maybe help people who don't have to go to that place and they can figure out something from this show that will help them. That's the, that's the ultimate goal. But of course we are. It makes sense. People are in a bad place mentally. And if people can understand more about this stuff, I truly believe it is the, the key. It's the foundation to just a healthier, happier life. And it starts in our mind. And it starts with the relationship we have with our mind. And unfortunately, most of us, because we don't know any better, have a pretty bad relationship with our own mind, with our own thoughts. But the good news is it's a relationship you can work on and you can definitely improve on. And I believe it's the most important relationship you'll ever bloody have. So anyway, I could talk about this all day. Let's talk about some takeaways. So let's round it up because uh, I want to respect your time and I want to keep this under an hour if I can. Um, and I know for a fact, this this topic of meditation, we're going to talk about a lot. I'm going to get guests on who are going to talk about their experience in meditation. And we're going to share a lot more about this as we go throughout the show and throughout the series. And uh, I think it's going to be a running theme um, <laughs> throughout my show, to be honest, um, because I just think it's so important. And it's it's had such a impact on my life and and as i've said about a thousand times on this show it is the foundation to a to a healthy mind and to a healthy life and to having good mental health um which is something i'm so passionate about helping change in the world and and you know improving in the world if i can um but yeah i just hope that today really helped and i hope today inspired you i really do whether you're a you're a meditator that practices 40 minutes a day 
I hope it inspired you to make you realize that, yeah, what you're doing is amazing. Keep going. Or if it's some, if, if you're someone listening who's brand new, has no idea what I'm even talking about, or has never thought about doing this as a practice, maybe it made you think, do you know what? Tonight, tomorrow, I'm going to have a go. I'm going to sit, focus on my breath, or I'm going to get a little guided app that's going to help me for 10 minutes in the morning, and I'm going to practice, and I'm going to have a go. Because that is ultimately, as I've said about a thousand times, <laughs> is what it's all about. It is about the practice. It's not about reading about it. It's not about listening to this podcast and then re-listening and thinking, yeah, I get it. It's about taking away the, the main takeaway <laughs> is go and do it. Go and practice. Sit in meditation. Practice, practice, practice. And then allow that practice to come over into your daily life. So I hope it helped. I hope it inspired you. Let me know. If you if you listen to this today and you thought, you know what, Ed, I'm gonna try it, send me a message. I'd love to hear if you've if you've tried, if you've practiced, if you if you're if you're someone who've done it, who've done who has done it a lot, let me know. I'd love to know about your experience. Um because it, it fascinates me. I'm fascinated by it with my own experience, but also with listening to other people. Um so yeah practice. Find what works for you. Don't worry about being perfect, quote unquote. There is no such thing as a perfect meditation. Um, sit. Don't worry if you're thinking a lot. Guess what? You're supposed to be. It's not about stopping your thoughts. That's something I'll end with. A lot of people, myself included, oh, I've got to stop my own. I, I can't meditate. My brain's too busy. That's exactly why you should meditate. Um, it's not about stopping thoughts, trying to fight thoughts, trying to, oh God, I don't like that one, forget that one. No, don't. It's not about that. It's about sitting. It's about being aware. It's about observing your thoughts. Just think of the cars. Think of the car analogy on the road. Your thoughts are going to be there, right? Some days the road will be a bit quieter. Some days it'll be really busy. There'll be loads of noise and that's okay. Both are okay. The idea is to just sit there with whatever comes up and let the thoughts go. Come back to your breath. If you're doing a breath meditation or a mantra, if you're doing a mantra meditation, and then just sit and be. And in those moments of quiet, you'll experience something very powerful, I feel. And give it a go. Stick with it. Just promise me one thing. You won't just do it for a minute and then think, no, nah, this doesn't work. Brain, brain was too noisy. I was thinking too much. This doesn't work. That's not what it's about. It's about doing the practice. It's about understanding, learning more. And it's about doing the daily practice. That is where the magic is. So anyway, I could talk all day about this. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Let me know. If you enjoyed the show, if you think it could help someone, family or friends, share it with them. I'd love this to go global. As I said at the start, I want everyone in the world to meditate. Um, and even if some of you listeners are like, I'm not going to ever meditate, Ed. That's okay. Maybe one day you will. Um, but yeah, hope it helped. Share it with your family and your friends. Uh, and... Uh, let me know what you thought. Let me know if you enjoyed it. And uh, let me know how your meditation practice goes. And I will talk to you guys on the next one. Much love. Speak to you soon.
Thank you so much for joining me on that episode. I am so grateful that you would spend that amount of time with me out of your day. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it helped you. And I look forward to talking with you again on the next episode.